Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. Thank you to EarthBreeze Laundry Detergent EcoSheets for supporting our show. Go to earthbreeze.com slash made for this to get 40% off when you subscribe. You have God in you and waiting to go crazy through you. If you would just let him. at our threads. We're looking at the the things that God has put in our lives to help us make him known. And and a lot of you ask the question, what is my purpose? What is my calling? I want something specific. And I would say life is made up of a lot of different purposes and a lot of different assignments and a lot of different times where you're going to have a a thrust of, of passion for raising your kids. You're going to have a thrust of passion perhaps for a job or career or something you're good at. And then years later, it will be a different thing that is compelling your heart and that you're moving toward. And I think that's one thing nobody ever told me growing up. I think I thought there would be one thing that I would be great at. And the reality is, in fact, I think that's really a lie. I don't know where that even came from. I think that comes from a very success-driven culture that makes you think you should be the next Tiger Woods or whatever it is in your field. And you're picking your majors when you're 16. It just doesn't I don't ever think life is that clean and simple. I actually think there will be many things you are great at in your life. There will be many different seasons where you explore different gifts. My husband often says in your 20s, the best thing you can do is gain lots of different experiences. Try lots of different things because you're going to get to know yourself. You're going to know what you're good at. It's very rare that at 16, you just know what you're good at. I do think God calls people to things. I do. I mean, that's that happened to me. I was 17 and home from summer camp. And I was, I remember I was in my little twin bed and I, I felt called by God to ministry. Now at the time, I didn't even know what that meant because there were no women in ministry. There were missionaries like Elizabeth Elliot and Amy Carmichael. So the only thing I could think that meant was to go into missions, right? And I told my parents, I, I guess God's called me to be a missionary because I didn't know women could do ministry in the United States of America. That was just 20 years ago, guys, when it became clear what exactly that would look like. And and I never, somebody asked me even this morning, did you ever imagine you'd be doing what you're doing? I was like, of course not. This this didn't even exist. I mean, books written by women, it felt like in Christendom barely existed. And this was before Beth Moore. And then when Beth came on the scene, I remember being encouraged because I, I heard her speak one time and it was just to a little church in Morristown, Tennessee. And I heard her speak. There were about 300 people there. And I thought, gosh, I relate to how she's passionate about God and gets to communicate the Bible. I'm so, I, I love that. But she was one. Like, I didn't know, it never crossed my mind I could do what she does, right? That was so unique, what Beth was doing, that that there didn't seem to be a way for anyone else to do it. So when I imagined using my gifts, it was just teaching Bible studies in homes. That was as much as I ever dreamed. 
And I think that you look at the history of the Bible and all the different characters in it, and that was most of their lives, most of their journeys. They were just bopping along, doing the thing they were good at or that God told them to do. And and then as you know, time went, then he moved them into different seasons with it. But I always say this, y'all have heard me say it, I will be back to only doing my living room soon. Like they're not going to want to publish me forever. Y'all aren't going to eventually quit listening to me and move on to somebody else. And I just won't get offered to do this anymore for all of you, thousands of you out there. One day I will be doing exactly what I've always done. I'll just be doing it for less people. That's okay. It doesn't matter how many people it's for. It's you take the threads that you're looking at right now. Hopefully you've filled this out. If you're driving, I hope that you'll take time to fill this out when you get home and and to lay out the threads. You can download the book club guide. We have a way for you to fill it out there as well as the book. Restless has actual journal pages. You can fill it out within the book. So you can get that book anywhere or you can download the guide at Jenny Allen, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. And you can lay out your passions, your threads. I'm telling you, this is to serve as a grid. And what God will do with it is the mystery, right? This, this is, these are the things we could never make up the stories I could tell because of God. Like the, you couldn't make them up. That I would be leading a ministry that is discipling so many of you through if gathering and, and there it reaches all over the world. And, and I couldn't have made this stuff up. So that technology, when, when God, you know, put on my heart to disciple a generation, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had three young kids. I had no blog. I had no social media. What am I supposed to do with that? And it wasn't till years and years later that things were made clearer. But even when God gave me a vision for If Gathering, the technology didn't even exist for it to happen. And so I just think those little dreams and sparks that God puts in, don't ignore them. Write them down. Tell somebody, hey, I had this idea. I know this sounds crazy. And it might be 10 years from now that it takes fruition. But I'm telling you, you're going to look at these threads and you're going to see some things. And if you don't, what I need you to do is to get your most godly friend who loves you and have he or she sit down and look at those threads with you because they're going to see things that you could never see. Just like I saw things for Laura she could never see in her threads. And then the Holy Spirit's going to move and he's going to he's going to speak and he's going to lead and you're going to experience ideas and thoughts that you've never had and, and you can't imagine that you would have. And they feel risky because that's how God usually moves is, is he calls us to risk in some way to, to do things that make us uncomfortable because he's like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Makes me cranky a lot of days, but I need him because he's calling me to risk into things that I'm not capable of doing without him. So we're not looking for our perfect career. We're looking for opportunities and unique threads that God's given us to show people God. And ideas will be born. And, and it's so fun over the years to have heard so many of your fun journeys that God's taken you on because of this book, that you laid out your threads and, and you did things that you had never thought of prior. And so I can't wait again to hear new stories of what God will do with your lives because you just laid it out and said, okay, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I've been through. Here's the people and places God's put in my life. Here's the passions I have. And, and I really believe, especially as you begin to show other people these threads. And how, isn't it funny of God that, that he built us where we can't see our lives very well ourselves, that you need people to say to you, I think you're good at this. I think you should be doing this. And again, they may or may not be God's voice or right for you, but if they love God and they're spirit-filled and they're listening to the spirit then there's going to be things they say and help you see that you couldn't have seen without them. But at the end of the day, what I want you to know more than anything else is that 
the Spirit of God has written and prepared good works for you to do in advance before you even came onto the scene. God's goal for our lives is that we would live in complete and utter surrender, dependent on Him. It is always His mercy to show us that we need Him and to live the life that He's called you to do. It is a race. It is an adventure. And I believe it takes turns that I never saw coming, bad and good turns that I never saw coming. But all of them, all these turns typically just bring me back to God, bring me back to dependence, bring me back to prayer, bring me back to needing Him. And the reality is it's usually when, as I write in the book, when I feel tangled up because of sin or fear, when I don't know what to do, when I feel like I'm in the pit and I'm on the side of the road, like that parable, that I need God the most. And so many of you are there. You're, you're in the side of the road. You're in the pit. You don't know what to do still. And I just want to say the best thing you can do today is to ask God, what do I do? What do you want me to know? And what do you want me to do? So simple. And in my experience, he's showed me. Now, he may not show you today. It might be weeks from now. And you have to keep putting yourself out there and asking people, what do you, what do you see? What do you think? But he loves us to need him and to ask him and to show us exactly where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. So a little thing that you probably use every single day that I didn't realize was a little, uh, what's the word I should use? Inconvenient, maybe? (laughs) Is how gigantic laundry detergent tubs are. I didn't even realize how brilliant of an idea Earth Breeze was until I started to use it myself. So our family has completely switched to Earth Breeze for real. I started using Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets and they look a lot like dryer sheets, but they're not. And you can try it too. Go to earthbreeze.com slash made for this to get 40% off when you subscribe. Earth Breeze is liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold, so you don't have to measure, there's no mess, no heavy plastic jugs. You just put the sheet right in on top of the load. Earth Breeze has made the whole concept of detergent better, so the packaging is lightweight and biodegradable. They're great for all laundry uh, lifestyles, even like sensitive skin, hypoallergenic, dermatologist tested, and they're compatible with HE, like high efficiency washers, all different water systems. I'm a little picky about my detergent because let's get real, I have four boys in my house. So you can imagine how I really need my laundry detergent to work for me. And so I was skeptical and then I used Earth Breeze. It did the trick. So a powerful clean, tough on stains, fights odors, and it's just better for the planet. Switch from the old fashioned goo to something new. Right now you can subscribe to Earth Breeze and save 40% off. Go to earthbreeze.com slash made for this to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash made for this for 40% off. Empowered, convicted, encouraged, peaceful. These are the normative patterns of the spirit. This is how the spirit of God moves. He empowers you. He convicts you. He encourages you. He issues you peace. This is how the Spirit of God moves. And if you haven't experienced those words in a while, if you feel like, gosh, I haven't felt empowered or convicted or peaceful in a long time, then it's possible that the Spirit of God is right now wanting to move in your life, wanting to lead you, wanting to encourage you, wanting to to show you things and, and 
to lead you and to convict you. But guys, we have to be open to that. We have to say, God, we want this. We want you to move in our lives. We want to feel encouraged. We want to feel convicted. We want to feel and not miss the things that you have for us. That is what he's waiting for. (laughs) We say God is waiting to go crazy in the lives of people who ask him, who say, I want you to move. And and I think life is just too short, y'all. I have always, and I've told you this, I think way too much about heaven and death, y'all. I'm morbid as can be. And I, I picture it all going so quickly. I always have since I was a little girl. I would look at the ceiling and, and imagine like my life is going so fast. I need to remember all this. Like I, from a time I was a little girl, I felt it moving quickly and it has, it's all moved quickly. And so what a waste if we are missing the movement and power of God in our lives because we're scared to ask or we're bored or we're apathetic or we're fearful, or we're numb, or we are busy, (laughs) whatever it is, I just say no more. I say that if wherever you're listening to me today, wherever you have joined me from, that today you would just say, God, I want you to go wild through me. I want you to use me. And it begins, yes, with surrender. (laughs) Yes, it does. That's where we started this whole season. It does. It begins with surrender. As long as you are trying to make your life work out a certain way, you're going to miss God's movement because I promise you his stories and adventures for you, you have never imagined. The plans that God has for you, you have never imagined them. They are beyond what your capacity to imagine would ever be. And so surrender puts us in a position and a posture to hear from God and for God to lead us and and to take the suffering and the difficult parts of our lives and to take our gifts and, and the places he's set us and to actually use all of that for his glory and his story. And those are the best stories because they go on forever. And they're also really fun and exciting. They're not easy. I don't recommend following God if you want an easy life. However, you do not want to miss them. You do not want to miss them. So I want to end today, we're going to keep it short today. I just want you to think about what you're afraid of. In fact, I'm going to just play some, we're going to play some music here. And I want you just to pray. I want you to, I want to give you a minute. And I want you to just pray and ask God, what do you want me to know? And what do you want me to do? And tell him that you don't want to miss it. I'm praying that he shows you things immediately, even as you drive. But I know he will. It may take a minute. It may not be right now. But I promise you, he is delighting over that posture. God, I just thank you for this little team of people that are listening and 
wherever they are in the world, God, I pray that you would be speaking and that they would listen. I pray for their threads that God are laid out somewhere and in their lives that they think could be nothing. God, would you give them hope that you have built these threads into their life, that you specifically have given them the gifts they have and put them in the places that they are and with the people that they know and the passions that they have, God, that all of that is by your design. And you want to use us in those places. You want to do awesome things, things that we can't imagine. Give us faith to pray big prayers, bold prayers. Give us faith to act when you lead. Give us faith to be courageous, to to bring your hope and love to the people that you put in our lives, wherever we find ourselves. We love you and we thank you that you have not left us here as orphans, but you are our father and you are fathering us even today as we pray and drive and sit and read and work and love and just do the normal things. You're with us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, did you know that you can text Jenny and I and we actually read your text messages and we try to respond as many as we can, but it's just like such a fun way for especially you guys, our podcast fam to ask questions. We send out ideas and stuff for you guys all the time to vote on. So we really consider our, what we call texties, our inner circle of the podcast. If you want to join, get out your phone. You're going to type the word podcast in the message part to the number 214-225-6267. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made for This podcast. Podcast.